don't look back because the market is closed good thursday afternoon everyone tyler harridge here with you for today's vra investing podcast it's a a bit of a big day for me here at the vra because i'm the one who usually gets the big down days and kip gets the big up days so it's a rare time where kip yesterday not a big down day but we've seen all-time highs and we didn't get them in, in in spades like we have been yesterday and then i got the nice rally back today so feels good to be having the podcast with you here today feels good to be back on video back here in austin i uh, got a lot of exciting things that we've been working on here coming your way but let's keep this train of uh big updates coming on on podcast days but Overall, an exciting day for the markets. Got a lot of economic news to cover here as well. So let's jump right in. This morning, we got the, the advanced GDP number, uh, the first read from Q3 GDP coming in well below expectations today. Now, these numbers can be revised. They are oftentimes revised when the real GDP numbers come out, but overall, much weaker than forecasted here. The expectations for GDP today were for 3.2%. The actual number came in at just 2% on an annual rate, which going back to earlier this year, a lot were forecasting that Q3 GDP was going to be stronger than 3.2 as well. So we're already seeing the theme of Obama's third term here. I believe the only president to not have a single quarter with better than 2% growth in GDP. Biden's riding the coattails of Trump's economy here. So we'll see if later in his presidency, that third term of Obama's uh, economic record continues. And along with this poor GDP print that we got today, we also got the GDP price index today, which came in well above estimates at a 5.7%. However, this is not the print that you want to see on the higher side. These are prices increasing and it confirms the inflationary pressure that we're seeing mount on this market right now. Something we've been talking about here for a long time, obviously has been in the mainstream now for a long time as well, and continues to defy what Jay Powell says, it being transitory. Uh, but as, as far as market watching goes, that's actually good news for us today uh, because the stock market is not the economy. And as we saw today, the markets were strong. A market that goes up on bad news, folks, that's very bullish. Remember, it's not the news that matters. It's the market's reaction to the news. And the reaction today was good. And it may have been helped out, actually, by a little bit by that GDP print, as this takes some of the wind out of the sails for the Federal Reserve's plan to start tapering before the end of this year. We've said from the beginning that it was likely they they didn't necessarily give a firm hard date on when they were going to do it so there's a chance that we do get that push back here again we'll find out in a couple of weeks at the fomc meeting for november but today we might have gotten a, a quick glance at what that might looks like look like as christine lagarde the head of the european central bank the ecb reported this morning that they will leave their current policies unchanged and actually 
she downplayed the idea of tapering asset purchases basically saying it, we're not even really looking at it the bank of japan similar story this morning saying they have no plans either to change their asset purchases as well so there's certainly a chance here that the federal reserve is going to take that same path and there are other analysts in this camp and put us somewhat in that camp as well that if they do decide to taper it could be one of the shortest attempts at a taper ever and that is that's saying that they get there right so if they begin to taper and the market begins to have a negative reaction you better believe they're going to pause they're going to pump the brakes on that taper and maybe either they'll stay at the level that that they taper to or go right back into more quantitative easing remember next year we've got the midterms coming up and the federal reserve historically doesn't want to do anything that they could do to possibly hurt the democrats chances at winning remember going back the fed raised rates a whole one time under obama's presidency did it nine times in Trump's first term, did it something like 18 times leading up to the financial crisis, really causing and exacerbating the financial crisis by doing so under a Republican president. So the Fed's really running out of options here. They likely can't even taper because they've become the buyer of first and last resort. And as many other economists see it, and I'm talking about real economists here, not the thousands of economists that are employed by the Federal Reserve, either on their payroll or accepting grants from the Federal Reserve. They, those are the people you see on CNBC, Bloomberg, even Fox Business, really everywhere. Those people don't want to differ from what the Fed is saying because they know that they won't keep their funding if they do so. So the real economists at the, out there believe that are starting to be more outspoken about this that the only option that the fed really has here is to inflate their way out of the problems that they've created here and namely i'm talking about the level of our interest payments on our debt to our tax revenues debt currently exceeds tax revenues by about 120 percent so from a federal reserve point of view how do they raise tax revenue well they don't produce anything so they're not going to be able to do it from that point of view their really only option is to print more money and inflate the debt away so until we get tax revenue back above our interest payments the fed has no choice they can't raise rates here that would cause systemic issues that would cause a potential default on debts from a government point of view, from a corporate point of view. Now, that right there, what you won't hear really from any mainstream economist is the key reason why we see rates continuing to head lower. That's been our call for some time now. And our bold call on this is that we will see negative interest rates here in the United States by 2025. Folks, this is the Japanification of the United States the way that Europe has gone. Those have been the playbooks that our Federal Reserve is following here. We laid this all out in a fantastic format, if, if I do say so myself, in our new book, The Big Bribe. Uh, spell it all out in there, and we can't wait 
to get it to you to really lay out what's happened in the past with Japan, what's happened in the past with Europe and the signs we see that the United States is heading down a similar road here. So that's the story. We're sticking to it. And before I get to the markets today, get a quick touch on earnings here as we've had now had roughly 49% of all S&P 500 companies reporting earnings. And this was a busy week too, a good week. And we've got another even busier week coming up by the end of next week, 90% of the index will have released their results. And the numbers are impressive. Something like 80, over 80% of companies have beat on estimates on earnings per share estimates and just under 80% have beat on sales estimates as well. We saw a little bit of a, of, of a divergence though today uh, as the, after the close, Amazon reported missing on both earnings per share estimates and sales estimates down down over 4%, close to 5% in after hours. And Apple just came across right as I started recording here. And it looks like they might have missed here as well. Apple also down nearly 5% in after hours here today as well. But again, it's not the news that matters. It's the market's reaction to the news. And today, at least, that reaction was strong. We'll wait and see where futures open in a couple of hours. But looking at our markets on the day today, small caps leading the way today. Good to see a big, strong bounce back from the small caps. Russell 2000 up over 2% on the day to 2,297. We were followed there by the NASDAQ hitting its first all-time high in almost two months. The last all-time high was September 7th, uh, so not a long time by any means, but Good to see it back to all-time highs today, up 1.39% to 15,448. And on that note, so outside of small caps, tech led the way today. That's what you want to see. You want to see tech leading the market. As we say here often, you want to see semis leading tech. And we got that from the semis up a nice 1.9% from the semis today. We also got an all-time high from the S&P 500 up almost 1% to 4,596. And lastly here, the Dow also up a nice 0.68% to 35,730. And this is a, a theme that we have here going into the end of every month and the beginning of a new month is that we're about to see, and we might get a little bit of a front running here from month end and month beginning equity fund inflows we think that will help our markets continue to ramp higher from here and as we said here before as well strong bull and strong bull markets the pullbacks are short and sweet we are and i will point this out we remain at extreme overbought readings on our short-term vra momentum oscillators here and we're quickly getting there on our other momentum oscillators as well but a market that continues higher in the face of overbought readings almost certainly wants to continue heading higher. Looking at our internals on the day, this was an important read from today because we've seen weaker than we would have liked internals for the last two days now. And we got weak smart money hours the last two days as well. Today's was a little bit better. The, da or the, sorry, the NASDAQ closing at the highs of the day. So that's what you want to see. Much better of a pattern than what we saw the last two sessions, but especially from the internals. Today's internals coming in almost two to one across the board positive. Everywhere except for new 52-week highs to lows, but after a couple of sessions there that, that were less than ideal, 
that can be a little bit of a lagging indicator, but advances, beating out declines, just over two to one positive on the NYSE, even better on the NASDAQ. New 52-week highs and lows, as I mentioned, didn't quite have that level of strength coming in just under two to one positive, but no real concerns from that here just yet. And then lastly, volume coming in over two to one positive on the NYSE, nearly three to one positive on the NASDAQ. Looking at our sectors on the day, some real strength here as well. All 11 S&P 500 sectors coming in higher on the day today. Uh, we were led by real estate, followed there by consumer discretionary, hitting an all-time high today. Next up were industrials, financials, and then tech. Makes sense here, tech hitting an all-time high as NASDAQ did as well. Semi still have a little work to do to get back to that all-time high level. And then our laggards, if you want to call them that, were communication services, consumer staples, and utilities, although higher on the day-to-day. -day. Finally for today, our VRA commodity watch. Gold, now up slightly on the day, just one-tenth of one percent to almost 1,800 exactly an ounce. Silver, down on the day by roughly three-tenths of one percent to $24.12 an ounce. Copper up just over nine tenths of one percent to four dollars and forty two cents a pound, and oil higher as well, up 0.56 percent to eighty three dollars and twelve cents an ounce. An ounce a barrel. Uh, lastly for today, Bitcoin now up almost five percent on the day today. Got a little bit of a pullback, but getting back there strongly. Like I said, up five almost five percent now to sixty one thousand nine hundred and ninety four of Bitcoin. Folks, that's all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcast every day at the market close. You can find us at VRAinsider.com. Click the podcast link at the top, and we'd love to have you with us. Also, go and find us on YouTube. Search Vertical Research Advisory, soon to be on Rumble and other platforms here as well. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you back here tomorrow for the close.